Coffee Conversations about Influencer Marketing is brought to you by Influential, a strategic consultancy that takes the guesswork out of influencer marketing for your brand. We provide much-needed strategically crafted frameworks on how to implement influencer campaigns specific to your brand needs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fabulous edition of Coffee Conversation about Influencer Marketing. And my co-pilot is here. And how are you? I'm well, thank you, Cynthia. How are you doing today? I'm great. And today we've got uh, two of the biggest minds in new media. Maybe not just in South Africa, but the rest of Africa. Uh, Peter sure. Kronewald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this already. <laughs> uh, Peter Kronewald is Divisional CEO of Africa's biggest influencer marketing group, the Infinity Group. Peter, welcome to it. Oh, thanks, welcome Cynthia. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been a while, and oh yeah, certainly like the new the new uh, studio, the the chess swing um, as well, Peter. It's a step up from where we started. Thank you, you know? thank you, thank and you. thank you for being part of the journey. Yeah, and our second guest is uh, Norm Colmeyer, who is MD and founder of uh, Tom Dick and Harry. Where is Tom Dick and Harry? Where is it? Where is, wherever, where are they? Where, it's wherever I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wherever my laptop is. Um, and all our guys' laptops are so, yeah. So, and I think, uh, yeah, I think we don't always see ourselves as a, as a separate entity, though, from what uh, Peter and them do. I think we see ourselves more as part of the group, as, a, as actually as our own individual name. I sometimes forget that we actually partners in crime, in partners crime, yeah. Yeah. in crime. Yeah. So, so today for everybody listening to us. But before we get into that, uh, please follow us on Facebook. Uh, Coffee conversations about influencer marketing uh don't forget to hit the subscribe button on itunes um and uh yeah please let's keep the conversation going but today we want to talk about podcasts and 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 podcasting and i think gone are the days when this space used to be the preserve of some some geek in a basement it's really blown up in the past couple of years and so we want to interrogate the business model interrogate how that growth is filtering down into the south african market and i think norm let's shoot right into it um what is a podcast sure so uh, when i explained it to my mother it was very easy <laughs> yeah. I, said, I said mom this is like um netflix but with radio Okay. Your mom so, knew what Netflix was. That yes. is impressive. Yeah. She knew what Netflix was, but to explain about that, it's the whole opt-in audience and, and the yes. opt-in listening and all that. That was probably the easiest way to explain. So, I suppose the defin dictionary definition would be that it's a it's a recording. Um, I can't remember. There's something about what the name came from. Peter uh, would probably know that more. But basically, it, it's a an, an audio only uh, medium. Okay. Uh, delivering content which people have uh, can opt in to listen to, and it's available on a lot of different platforms, a lot of different apps. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's revolutionizing, I think, the media world, um, taking in place of a lot of radio. And, uh, yeah, Peter, I think Peter gives a very good um, example, and I started using that about the day you were driving in, you said uh, about radio, and when you realized that radio wasn't working for you anymore, I think you were giving that example about when it was expecting your mood. Yeah, Peter, can you give us a story? Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's, the world is just changing to choice, choice, and the fact that our time is on the strain. Yeah, and um, as a result, it was natural. I mean, as we don't go and sit in front of a TV station just to watch what's there, we choose what we want to watch on TV. 
So why is radio different? Why must I tune into a channel to listen to what you're serving to me at that time of the day? Yeah. So um, what happened is, is initially when you so so for a, when podcasts start in a territory, and I think South Africa is relative new, although we've got decent numbers in terms of downloads. Initially, your radio station starts and they repackage radio, which is great because Correct. that that takes the audience into the world of podcasting. Yeah. yeah. But podcasting isn't really repackaged radio because you don't have ad breaks, you don't have a strict it's schedule. <laughs> to, so, and then what we start doing is once you've introduced into the world of podcasting, you're looking for, for different type of content. And then the South African market tend to migrate to the American market yeah. because they've been in it for yonks and they've got plenty of content. You can just go into your iTunes library and you'll see what's out there. Yeah. And then, but once you've gone into podcasting and you consume all this foreign content, naturally you, you start, there's a hunger for local content. I want to talk, I want to listen to someone that's gone this weekend to, to George uh, instead of someone that's gone to Seattle. <laughs> I don't relate to that. I don't relate to their schools. I don't relate to their, a lot of things. And that's why you're naturally looking for local content. Yeah. And I think we're in that year now in South Africa where a lot of people are producing local content and we start building these local audiences. And and that's the that's the beauty of podcasting, you know, is you might not have a face for TV or an Instagram face, but you can build an audience. <laughs> Why do you think you, you can, have a podcast? Exactly. And thank they God they, they don't know what say, we look like. Yeah. Is there a face yeah. for radio? Yeah. So now you can build this sort of influencer channel which is effectively your audience. Yeah. Previously you had to get a job at the radio station to build the audience. Yeah. <laughs> now it's different. Today I can be anyone that's got a passion for a particular topic and I can start building an audience yeah. around and, that topic. And and while you're at that, what, what is the relevance of the podcast channel to firstly your consumers, uh, podcasters themselves, and most importantly brands? So so, so I think let, let's start with the consumers because uh, if they are not there, the listeners – then you don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I think research from, from other markets has shown that the two main things that pull audiences and, and is, is, is one is is it informative and is it educational. Yeah. I I do believe that stuff that's not getting exposure on mainstream media is also becoming quite attractive. And okay. be that politics or could it be dieting or whatever. I think people are, are sort of tired for this uh well this is what you can say and can't say definitely yeah. so 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 i think for the for for the for, for the listener he gets exposed to topics um that he ordinarily wouldn't find in mainstream media and it's informative and educational i think if you tick those boxes um the listeners will come to it um for brands on the other hand what we do as a business we try and link brands to audiences and the brand's got the ability not to share this podcast with plenty of advertisers. Mm. Our idea is that you'll solely will be involved. Somewhere authentically being integrated into the content um, and the ability to build these deeper relationships with audience. Because that's where Norm mentioned earlier is you opt in to listen to podcast. Yeah. I think as the world's got tired of you trying to shut your message at me. Oh, yeah. Rather <laughs> get me to... To, to add value to my life through storytelling, which is the buzzword this, these days, 
and then through that I'll, I'll I'll forge this relationship with you. And that's another thing for local content because I think if I take the the the, the overseas podcast I'm engaging with, by the third episode you've got a need to go and check out the product that brought yeah. this to you. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll find but it's an American product or maybe a European product or stuff like that. And I think that's the beautiful for local brands is that you now can align yourself to local content. And I love that um, because <clears throat> if you look at mainstream media, if you have an advert out there, you are literally competing with three or four other adverts and people forgetting what they've just seen. Exactly. And then if you if you take, I think, is the recall rates on, on the brands that's involved with podcasts is over 80%. Which is amazing. And yeah. I think if you can get on normal radio past 10%, the guys will be doing flip-flaps. So, 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 and that's, that's because I'm tuning in regularly. I'm tuning in and I acknowledge that a brand is adding this value to my life. Again, guys, this is, and the next step is to align the right brand to the right audience. So if I'm building an audience around, say for instance, business people, it doesn't help I go and serve them a brand that's consumer related. I need to go and, and that's the thing is to, to, to just match perfectly your audience with the particular brand and to that why are podcasts only becoming so popular in south africa now when it's already been popular elsewhere in the world are south africans listening to podcasts i think it's normal norm can perhaps chat i mean it's in the american market because it's so dominated by 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 apple apple <laughs> was first to market with a very nice app around podcasting and okay. I think is that's why the American market exploded. You'll probably find the same. The East, then um, the the Chinese market's got a slightly different model model where you almost pay for listening to podcasts. You pay a subscription, okay. um, and then for the last four years, it's been growing locally. And um, I think is when when Android made available application for it. That's where it exploded in the local market because your Apple users are still. Still not dominating, dominating in a local market. Yeah, I think the uh, probably the biggest uh, problem, and is is uh, education. Uh, I don't think people enough people know about podcasts. Um, Fair I think enough. as they start finding out, I think you just got to tell everybody who I've ever met who hasn't listened to a podcast. Or you go tell them about it. They'll go listen to one. They'll go listen to a couple. The next thing they'll start searching for their own uh, subjects that they're interested. And the next time you see them, they'll say, "Listen, I'm addicted. I listen to podcasts all the time." And, Correct. Um, this happened so to me a couple of years yeah. ago. <laughs> and then I think the fear of people not understanding and thinking that anything in our country, think people think that it's going to be data driven, and then it's going to be chewing up data, and it's and it's big. And I don't think people realize how low actually, how little data it actually uses. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then what? So obviously we know South Africans now listen to podcasts through a little bit of education and becoming quite a big thing. Um, what is the state of podcasting in South Africa? Yeah, I think it's just the stats that came out last year. Is, is there's 16 million downloads um, during the course of a week. And oh, wow. So, yeah. so I think it's the, the, the it's current number. Currently, it's growing. Mm. It's, it's a, the biggest podcast in the country is actually a soccer podcast. It blows that whole theory about data costs. And, mm. Yeah. Um, but but I, I think it's, 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 it's growing, and that's why the opportunity is ripe now for local content. Because that's what 
the local audiences will grab up. And I think as it's perfect for niche audiences. It's not a mass mass market media. No. Yeah. And um and I think as what I've seen on and, and I can just speak from my own perspective, you quickly fill up your, your playlist because there's also a huge percentage, sixty percent of podcast listeners listen within twenty four hours to episode when it's released because you subscribe to it so it becomes part of your content table and you've got x hours a week that you can consume yeah. podcasts so i think we'll find soon that people's playlists will fill up mine is getting and, filled up and i don't know yeah. what to replace now and that that i think is is, is where where it comes in for the early adopters now if you start building audiences now you'll sit on a playlist and people will have to bump you off yeah where down the line that that will become more challenging if you're the one that needs to get in, yeah. And your Definitely. cost of acquisition of audience will, in my mind, become um, sub- substantially more expensive. Currently, um, we still we're still playing around with our playlists, and there's still place there to come in. And that's with any young audience; it will always be like that. Of course, mm. you have to keep your content. The, the, the interesting relevant. thing is of this whole world of adding value is that 50% of podcasts that are listened to. You share it privately. So I listened yes. to it. I enjoyed it. And I know you would like it. And I sent you the WhatsApp link. And that's how you pick it up. Yeah. Which is actually quite high. I don't know. On mainstream media, it used to be that with TV shows and things like that. Do you recommend you must watch this? But it sort of got diluted with choice over the years. Definitely. <laughs> but now it's got... It's not that excitement of more like every Wednesday night we all tune in at 8, a, 8 p.m. to watch MacGyver and then we all talk about it at school the next day. MacGyver was on Friday. Oh, Dallas, yeah. Dallas, oh. Dallas, Dallas was on Tuesdays. Dallas was <laughs> at like 9 at night. We weren't allowed to watch it. Lot, he's from an older generation. He was allowed to watch. <laughs> so, but, but very true. And you, you, what you're right there is quite, it's quite correct is that you would, as opposed to TV, you would tell your friends go and watch 5 o'clock. Yeah. 8 o'clock on a Friday go and watch it. What's so lovely about the podcast is just sending each other a link. Exactly that. And then you can go listen at any time. And it's I convenient. Think that's really, yeah. it's, it's, uh, well, it's, it's one of its main, uh, I think, selling points is that it's that opt-in listen when you're ready to listen. Definitely. I love it. Uh, Norm, let's, let's do a, a, a quick dive into who is listening to this podcast and what sort of subject lines are they consuming? Sure. So... So just as a bit of background is that um, our signatures, Peter is the front man and, and I'm the backup band. So when you <laughs> want to know about all the technical information and all the stats around uh, podcasting, no, I'm not the man. I know how to produce them and how to do the, the pretty pictures and all that behind that. But the person who knows all about the stats and that is Peter. So I'm going to try and answer those, but if Peter might jump in and, and put me perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Always jump. Yeah. And... Um, so the, the kind of podcast is, um, and Peter, straight on, add value to your life. If you're not going to yeah. listen to a bunch of guys talking um, around a table, talking about their sexual conquests, probably well, got some audience people as well. would. Yeah, okay, but uh, but generally, it's it's something that's going to add value, and I, yeah. and I think that's where it, it comes better than radio because radio probably doesn't add value a hundred percent of the time. So you're going to want yeah. to add in. So the, the popular podcasts are those. Uh, sports always be uh, popular. Um, uh, the educational ones around a particular subject, uh, politics to quite a degree, and I think we saw that in in, in our country around the elections. Yes. How they got quite and I big. think also worldwide politics is such a hotbed at the moment that people mm. just want to know more. 
Because the politics, the, the thing why that's growing on the podcasting, you get a different perspective there. Definitely. It's not yeah. controlled by mainstream media. And you can listen from and everyone's perspective. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And then humor. Humor's got a no. big one. It's okay. just a, yeah. And, uh, I, 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 I still think is that main, the gap sits where mainstream is, is where you're looking for niches. Yes. If if you're looking for niche audiences, is the, the mainstream media finds it very challenging to reach those those individuals, and podcasts got the ability to to attract you to the content. Yes, and that's why. So so if you take for example, mainstream media might find it very difficult to go through to find families that's dealing currently with a cancer patient in their midst. Yeah. Mm. But if you create a podcast by someone who's gone through that journey to assist other cancer fam families who's dealing with it, you'll see how that will start spreading in that community. Of course. Yeah. Again, adding and value and education and helping you. And, that, and that, that for me is very critical in niche audiences that people that are part of that niche go and find you other people that's part of that niche. Yeah. You know how it yeah. goes. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I had a son that's a little, got a little bit of an ADHD. And I mean, as I've met more people with sons like that <laughs> through that experience, because yeah. everyone is introducing you to someone else that's been in that journey at a different stage. So, so I think for niche audiences, you don't want. It's not a numbers game. It's not a numbers game. Mm -hmm. Numbers will remain important. Yeah. But that's not what about. It's finding the right, right people for that for that particular. So again, that's because that I relate to that content. That's why I'm going to listen. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's why I'll give you my time at the end of the day. Because the mm. most precious thing of today is my time. Same. And no podcast, most podcasts, in the early, I mean, Joe Rogan goes two hours. Oh, it's a little bit long three. for me. <laughs> three hours. So I think is what you'll find in the local market, we'll start off with 20 minutes to a half an hour. And then when you start getting your, your listen-through ratios, you'll see your content will get longer and longer. Yeah. But it's quite hard to, to when I offer up that time, in return, you must add value to my life. Otherwise, why would I do that? Yeah, I got choice here. That's the difference. It's like, like flicking through a radio station. I've got choice. Um, yeah, I've even got more choice. Yeah. In fact, with myself is that I, I, before I go on a road trip or if I'm going to go, I'll look and say, okay, this is going to be a 35-minute trip. And then I'll look at the available podcasts and which one I want to listen to and I'll choose one that's going to be about that time. So... I suppose for your long road trips, you're going to listen to the longer to ones. And I, yeah. I think a lot of it, uh, people are, are so aware of their time, and Peter touched on that earlier, is that people are very aware of their time and how much they can give. So you will look at it and say, yeah. I've got this amount of time now to give some of my full attention, which is also very good for podcasting because when someone has made that decision, they've decided to opt in to listen to what your, sub, your content is, no, and that's definitely. very valuable. And then I wanted to touch back on the, the, the niche audience and – some of you so so with Facebook and I'm involved quite a lot with the Facebook advertising that and and that whole niche audience now is that Facebook are actually trying to are so so um, fixated on not excluding anybody at the moment that when you try to do targeted um, audiences on Facebook you actually struggle now because Facebook will reject a lot of your ads because they'll say it's too or you can't say you can't um, determine an audience just on somebody's any of their features so you wouldn't be able to say. I want an audience of just cancer patients or something like that. So Facebook would reject that. Okay. So that's also now, and so as those things are starting to happen on digital, normal, traditional digital so advertising, so people are going to start moving so towards. Start. Exactly. That's very interesting. So I mean, as in my mind, Facebook is still a mass media. 
Because although you've got an ability of targeting magazines at it, radio stations at it all the time, just due to the pure size, the audience is mass. Yeah. Uh, the Infinity Group late last year set up Echocast, a branded podcast production distribution company. What was the motivation behind that, Peter? And um, what have been some key learnings? I think that's important for, for the market to to get from a pioneer like yourselves. So it's, it was very exciting for us to, to get involved. And obviously the history is, is our involvement in influencer channels. And we realized that, that podcast is no different to, to, to influencer marketing. It's an individual that got a following on Instagram. Now I've got a following listening to the content I put out. Yeah. Same as the audio yeah. block. Call it an audio block for that, yeah. for that matter. So we got involved with it. And we've learned a lot from influencer marketing. So I think it's currently if you go out, almost every corporate in South Africa got podcasts on their website. They do. Yeah, exactly. But I've, I can bet you that all of them are battling to attract audiences. Well, I think to, to Norm's point earlier, they with the advertising, they kind of put it on their on their website and they're hoping that will attract the audiences. Yeah, and then further than that is we've learned it is that people don't want to engage with people. So no. I'll far far rather want to listen to someone's podcast yeah. brought to you by a corporate versus the corporate's broadcast. Because Definitely. to tune in there, I don't know if they're really sincere adding value to my life. Yeah. We don't trust brands. We don't trust so, brands. So, and I think, as, and, and that's what we then said, listen, let's go and make the stars, these guys, the hosts of these shows. Let them build naturally their audiences. We'll assist them with that. And we'll ma- be able to match brands to them that fit their audiences. Yeah. So yeah. I think if you go and look in the podcast world, and we've been to a couple of conferences now, the two biggest challenges is there's lots of people that want to create podcasts. Of course. And there's lots of facilities where you can create podcasts, but they all battle to build the audience. And we say, right, for you to put the content out, you need a brand to help you to build the audience. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. we will help with. And then we'll also match you to a right brand for your audience. And that, I think, is where we as Echocast comes in as a business. Obviously, we build these beautiful facilities. And one of our things is to make production really cost-effective because we don't want to... Uh, that be the main thing blocking people from creating content we've got out we've actually invited a lot of people to just come and create content yeah that's wonderful you don't often see that yeah 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 well i think it's 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 the right space to be in and complementary to our other channels of influencer marketing this will be the audio version of the influencer marketing channel. Look, we're very grateful for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. You Thanks. guys are doing phenomenally well. And if you think about it, um, I think you've been going at this for more than a year now. Yeah. And, 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 and case in point is, is there should be people that's interested in marketers and influencer people that's in sp- interested in the space of influencer marketing. And they listen to you and you got the numbers. And I just know that I've learned a lot through listening to this particular series. Oh, thank you, no, Thank you so much, Peter. And, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Norm, have you learned anything from listening to us? Do you listen to us, Norm? <laughs> Do you all listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're one of the few that I have to almost not listen at speed 1.2. Oh, it's thank also, you. And, and that's quite funny. Peter taught me about listening at speed 1.2. I almost want my TV to go at speed 1.2 now as well. I, like I, I actually found out the other day how to do it on YouTube as well. Oh, so <laughs> now I can do that at pace as well. We're living at speed 1.2. <laughs> you get to through twice the content and half the time. I was going to say, we learn more, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so... 
let's talk about the perception of podcasts. And I think, Norm, you, you pointed that out a bit earlier, where people think it's more for more affluent markets because of the data that people perceive is so expensive. Especially in the last couple of years where everyone's going on data must fall. People again sees this, they listen to it mostly on their phone. So they go, oh, there's something else that's going to chew up my data. Is that uh, the perception correct? And if not, what are our big hurdles in South Africa? So our biggest hurdles, and I think that same uh, survey that uh, Peter mentioned earlier, is that they went through about the 10 factors that um, are the hindrance factors to listen to podcasts. And actually, number one was um, education. And I think, um, Peter, where was data? Number five, or it was quite low down. Data wasn't a problem for people stopping to do Education is the main one. So first of all, I don't think most people know that any phone you buy nowadays has actually got a podcast listener on automatically. Yeah. Google's come with Google Podcasts automatically. Apple phones come with Apple Podcasts. And it's easy also just to download one. And you can yeah. listen on streaming. You can listen yeah. to, there's always a play button. It's very easy to, to, to access um, podcasts. And I don't think people know that. So we found that certainly when we were starting is that we were trying to teach people how to listen and then we rather find that rather than teaching them you just got to find an easier way for them to listen so they can just yeah. click on a button and listen and there's all your options yeah and just press and, play. Uh, and the options there mainly for people to know and they just got to know push a play button and they can listen and then it's a lot easier so um, I, I don't th and i think then the other thing around education in south africa is that people don't really know that there is usually a podcast there to satisfy every every taste Correct. and, and yeah. what you want to listen to is that and then how to go and search and and those will come through, and I think as the market and people start understanding, it's better. We we can't say it's a link to a certain LSM really, because as Mita had mentioned, the biggest podcast is uh, around soccer. So it's um, it is a massive, and and that's that's a market that wouldn't be uh, would, would be quite conscious about data. Of course, I was quite shocked to see those stats myself when you see the number one podcast in Africa is what's it, Soccer Laduma? Yeah. Um, how big is it now? That's over 100,000 downloads. I mean, that's massive. I can only wish for that. But 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 I think as a rate of adoption is what we should focus on. Because um, when I started in a podcast journey and you spoke to people about, if you listen to this podcast, you can just see there, there was one out of 10 people knew what a podcast yeah, they was. They were like, what is that today, today people are start asking, have you got a podcast? Is there something I can listen to? Yeah. So for me, that's probably the thing in the last, last 12 months that was most encouraging is how people are talking about it. Your social media feeds are filled up with podcasts being promoted. So, so I think as we, we passed the early adopters, we've now gone into that early mass already. So. No, and to that point, I often see on my timelines that people actually ask for recommendations. Like, I've listened to this podcast. I love it. Please, can people recommend something else to me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Norm, where can people find those podcasts? It almost sounds like it's a very niche sort of setup. Where can they find them and how do they listen so to them? Is it just iPhone? Is yeah. it just Android, Google well, Pay? As I said before, so without knowing actually is that um, your phones actually come with a podcast listener on it and you would probably go listen to all f uh, Android phones will come with uh, Google Podcasts and uh, and I think iPhones all come with Apple Podcasts. Um, also, they you, you, you just can use Google. Just Google it. And, and actually what I use, and it's quite a trick that we're trying to learn a lot with marketing is that, so I've got a, so my Android phone and I use Google Assist all the time. Yeah. And even with my TV, and I'll just say, listen to podcast, influencer marketing. 
Yeah. And uh, it's that simple. And, and people are going to start in that voice activating thing, in that voice searching is going to become yeah, quite big. Yeah, it's coming out quite a bit slow. And that's actually, going to be popular. Uh, actually, Google has rolled out in certain territories already a search tab. So like you get websites, images, videos. In certain areas, they're already testing the tab for podcasts. For podcasts. Oh, that's so amazing. which will be great is you'll, you'll put in a search subject and you'll go into that tab and see what's available. Yeah. That also just shows how big it's growing yeah. around the world. And then to, to find it, so I think people will eventually find, as you start listening to one or first one or two and you become an adopter and then you, you'll start finding there'll be certain platforms that you like to listen to it on. Mostly, yes. um, so I'm a Google Podcast fan. Peter's obviously an Apple Podcast fan, and and, and when I've you got use the podcast function, addict, okay, which is great. Well. And then yeah. so we use um, and then you you'll see. I mean, it's like a search function that all other websites yes. or apps have, and you just start using that search function to find. Okay, so it really is that easy. And then if you if you elect the subscribe button, like we encourage people to your show. That means is when the next next episode is coming out, it automatically goes in your playlist. Yeah. Yeah. So when you wake up the morning, it's sort of one of the things that's still for me, like what is there today? Yeah. Because yes. I already planned my journey to work, and what am I going to consume on my way to work and tonight on my way back? Yeah. No, I do the same. I have like set. I listen to guys. Don't judge me. I listen to a soapy every Monday morning. It's called The Archers okay. Omnibus from the Telemundo. UK. Uh, it's fantastic. Okay. It's about this little village in England and all the people that live in there. It's, it's, it's really a, for for me the amazing thing is, is 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 like how people from from one family can have different choice now. Oh, so yes. so and, and 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 that's why why I keep on coming back to niches. It's so because niche. mainstream radio uh, the, the, the 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 groups they divide us into is still pretty big. It definitely you know, so, is. So so yeah. because you need to. You need to cater for this, this. It's quite big audiences they need to cater because on the one hand, they also need to change, chase the numbers, Definitely. the audience yeah. numbers. Where podcasts is never, we, we don't get caught up in that. It's not about the amount of people we reach. It's the amount of right people we get Definitely. to. Yeah. So and the fact that they're opting in, that's where the real gold are sitting. Oh, yeah. I know, why would, why, would I, why would that person listen to this if he's not interested in this topic? No, guys, yeah. definitely. And that's like, for me, is, it's I, the riches is in the niches here. Definitely. Yeah. Every Monday morning, that's what I download, the Archers Omnibus. And then Wednesday mornings is the Hilo, which is a pop culture and news one as well. So I get my fix from reality, news, and um, soapies all in one. For me, as, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's just an interesting one. So obviously, I'm a little bit fanatical about cycling. And Tour yeah. de France is a highlight of the year. For me and, and our local TV station buys like a quite, a, I think, a, one of the more affordable packages <laughs> yeah. there. And what was interesting this year, I got exposed to, and I know he's a very controversial figure, but Lance Armstrong, and, <gasps> and he oh, produced a podcast series covering the daily happenings of the Tour de France. And it was amazing. I yeah. mean, as the specialist he had on the show, and I almost... I was almost giving more priority to the podcast than what I was giving to the coverage on television. And again... Because of the insights I got from behind like the scenes. Lance yeah. Armstrong is such a name in Twitter France. He knows the ins and outs. He's been there. So yeah. what he can tell you is so much more than a news broadcast. Yeah, exactly. and as well as his guests. Because the, the way a podcast works is your, your host should be very topic. You should be very informed about the topic. But sure. your real skills come from the guests that you invite on, except of for course. this particular episode now. But, <laughs> we but normally the real skills come from the, 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 the guests that the hosts are inviting on to the show. Yeah. 
Uh, earlier on, Peter, you touched on the relationship between influencer marketing and, and podcasts. It almost sounds like it was the most natural thing to do, to move into podcasts. Is a, a podcast um, an influencer marketing platform? And it's what general. really is that firm um, relationship between the two? It's definitely a channel. So the, yeah. pe- the, the phenomenon of people channels have got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Some people's got a body and a face for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Some people got the <laughs> skills to write a, a blog. Other people are great on audio. So with podcasting, that channel for influencers of hosting podcasts have just opened up. And um, and now, now the opportunity is, is there obviously for the brands to connect with that. And through these individuals, connect mm-hmm. with their audiences. And that's what, that's all, that's influencer marketing. Yeah. Just through a different channel. I love that. And I think it naturally leads into what I want to know about. Obviously, we know podcasting is an influence marketing channel now as well. But where do you think it fits in when it comes to influence marketing strategy? Where will that fit? Will it come to awareness, top of mind, actually kind of driving sales? Where do you see that? So so the the, the way the, the channel allows you for um, to forge these deep relationships. So for me, it will be perfect in a strategy where your lifetime value of your client is high. Secondly, where it's a niche audience. Yes. And and where there's an element of education required. So it's the long burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's a long burn. It's, it's, it's like it's it's impossible through mainstream to reach those niche audiences. And secondly, because your your cost per contact, I mean, what would you pay to spend half an hour with me? Well, so, quite so, a lot, so, Peter. No, no, but that, that, the <laughs> point is the point is, is is that your cost to get involved with podcasting might be slightly higher than banner advertising, for instance. But it's yes. a complete different relationship you've got. And as a result, for me, if you've got a high lifetime value clients, you need to educate them a little bit more. You've got more time to do there. Correct. And you can integrate the, uh, your brand in that format into the podcast content. And it's a, then it's a perfect match. And I yet to see what else is there available for you. So it's very easy for us that's going out to brands and, 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 and uh, introduce them to the world of podcasting. You'll find if I say you've got niche audiences, high lifetime value, what are you currently doing? And it goes back to now we're hosting events. It's costing us 500 <laughs> bucks per person. <laughs> Lots and of yeah. So guys, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a different solution now. Mm. Let's talk podcasting. Yeah. So that leads more to education on the brand itself and awareness then and then kind of naturally leading your niece audiences to look for your products exactly exactly so 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 for me if if my audience is entrepreneurs and i know there's no one better than the entrepreneurs my current listeners to tell other people especially if i'm adding value and i know already if if my listening through ratio is high they're enjoying the content so i don't have to change anything there I just need to seed it and to seed the content to that initial early adopters and they'll spread it for me further. Yeah. Great. And then, and I mean, what, we, what we're doing currently is, is create lots of evergreen content because of the niche, the, the nature of niche audiences, I want to let it go out and I want to use that content again and again. And that way I sweat it and my cost per interaction with a potential client base is actually becoming very affordable. And I see with myself when I listen to a new podcast and I really enjoy it. I can't can't wait for next week's. I will go back and I'll listen to you back. um, Yeah, Yeah, you definitely get it. You'll see that uh, constantly as as people start, they might come in in episode five. 
but immediately you'll see a spike in your previous episodes as well. Because people say, I want more of this. Um, and yeah, and that's and, and that's the nature of it. And then a year from now, if you, for instance, we we've done we're doing something now around how to buy a house. I mean, it will still be relevant a year from now. People will still be buying houses, and if it, it added value to your experience of buying a house, why wouldn't you recommend it to someone else? Yeah. You totally will. That's it. Uh, so podcasts are all about niche audiences, and there's not really any direct advertising involved. How then do brands get their messages across to consumers? And is it about buying products or being top of mind? So, so we try. So we try and integrate the brands into the content, um, but in an authentic manner. Again, if I know this is the type of audience. So, for yeah. instance, let's 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 go back. It's not let's uh, the cancer family going through cancer treatment in their family. There's lots of people that at that stage want to connect with that family. In terms of in that environment, yes. that can improve your life. Yeah. So by mentioning that's the brand that's bringing that content to you, you you've got a different relationship with them. That's where the added yeah. value comes in. Yeah. And then there's nothing stopping you. Obviously, we promote podcasts through Facebook pages, and we um, um, and we also got podcast notes. And there you can, at that point, you there you can actually really? interact with your audience. Yeah. So it's so not about putting an ad in the middle of a podcast and going like. No, it's not a radio ad. We're selling. No, yeah. no, it's, it's not a radio ad at all. Yeah. Those options are available, but. Um, but uh, we don't advise that. So no, much. It's, it's fine. But like, there are podcasts that do it, but and that Definitely. option is available to an advertiser should they want to do that. Okay. okay. It goes back to us. I can ask you now, what is the last podcast you listened to? And you'll be able to tell me it's like a Netflix movie. Yeah. And secondly, if I ask you who's the who's the brand that's involved with that podcast, I I'll bet you nine out of ten times you'll be able to recall the brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you've got a relationship with the content and the brand is is attached to it's that like content to in some way or other. Yeah. And and Norm, how do you grow audiences for, for your podcast? Sure. That's that's where that's my it's a million that's what dollar keeps question. me awake at night. So, <laughs> so you're asking earlier what uh, podcast we listen to. All my podcasts I listen to is basically about growing audiences. So I'm very boring listening list, but I would probably not be able to get that information in many other places except through podcasts. To be honest, okay. So how you grow audiences? Well, we're in the unfortunate position because we've actually learned a lot through our influencer marketing business. Yes. Or how to grow audiences through influencer marketing, through social selling, through um, social media as, as a whole, and um, and how to get talkability and, and talking. So I can't tell you all the tricks um, about how to grow an audience, but um, certainly it's it's on social media and it's using the whole idea around influencers and that whole concept that you're going to probably listen to a podcast that's been recommended to you as, by a friend. So, so yeah. So that's the basis. So again, of, that uh, peer-to-peer recommendation, very yeah. important. But um, growing audiences at the top, and I think that's where we also stand out a lot, is that we don't just, um, we're not just a, a channel send us and record a podcast and we'll get your sponsor and all that there, is that we actually spend a lot of time doing research So, and, and, and mining the data. So um, we constantly, almost on a daily basis, around every single podcast episode that's going out, we're mining data, mining data, and that across all our influencer campaigns all the time. Yeah. How much has been spent on, or how many audiences that reaching, how much is that turning into a click? We collect what a lot works, of data. What so work. Exactly, and and what that can happen then is that we 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 got our finger a bit more on the pulse. So 
we can say, listen, that episode, your launch has just gone there. You're about 50% uh, below par normally. Can you please tomorrow just go do this? Or we know from ourselves, let's okay. pull out another piece of short content to drive a market on here. We've seen more growth on Facebook. And normally, we see it more on Twitter. Let's go push that to Twitter. So it's a, there's a lot of science behind the, actually the growing of the audience sure. part. And that's kind of where... Um, which kind of puts you a little bit ahead of the others is understanding that whole science. And Peter says before, there's some great podcasts out there. There are people and companies putting out podcasts in South Africa. And there are, because it is relatively easy. I can, if I've got a phone, I can record a podcast. I can go put it on a platform and no problem. But the real trick in that is, and that's what is appealing, what brands want to know is what is the audience you're bringing in. And that's where the science comes exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. And then obviously the big question that all brands want to know is like, how do you measure ROI for podcasts? Well, the nice thing about um, podcasts, what I like about it, is that a click through, or whatever, is, is that someone has clicked that listen button, you've, you've, you've pretty much converted them. And, and your likelihood of them staying converted is pretty good. So the return of investment in this case, very difficult for things like a billboard because you can't say what that has given you. You can't show exactly. what is the actual sale being and, and you know, with a, a line below the line. It's, it's almost what's nice in this case is that, that you can measure it by how many people have actually listened to a show. So, sh showing what the return of the investment is, is, um, is you can show how many people are listening to the show and how big your audience is, and we can okay. determine that. What's tricky then is for brands to understand how much the value of that is because there's not many Correct. other platforms that can give you a direct to say this was a conversion other than a people if they were selling something they could see okay that yeah. one ad yes. so that one ad is giving me so many sales and that's difficult but whereas you can say is all my efforts on this podcast have led to this downloads and that's a, I can see straight away my return on investment is then the trick then is getting brands to understand what is the value of that return on investment so you can say. I have a business podcast for set for entrepreneurs, and if I've got um, only got fifty downloads of that, and um, we can, and, but it's by entrepreneurs in the market we've targeted, and saying what is okay. that value of that, of that listenership, of that listen? Because it, sure, if I got a very broad range of podcasts, and then the value of for if it was a podcast about just humour, and someone listened to it. Anyone who would have listened to that, that value of mm. that, 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 client, that new audience is probably two, three rand or something. But going to say, what is the value of you've got a very niche audience and a very niche podcast to them? How much is that value of that uh, download? And, uh, and I think that's where we, yeah. we are. I think the first step is from ROI point of view is how many people have engaged with my podcast? That's measurable. We can tell you what's a download. Yeah, you know, black and white. you know right that, that that particular audience is my, my target audience. So that's the first one. And secondly, if you want to go further with that and say, listen, I need to create uh, an email list of that right audience. There's ways and means to do that in a podcast note. For instance, if you're in the process of buying a house, we've got in the podcast notes a bond calculator. Fantastic. Yeah. And as you go and do that, you leave your name and email and we can contact you. And I know, again, you're in a market full of buying hours because why would you listen to this yeah. podcast? So that's ways and means of then having a further little bit of glue to it. But the first thing is would be to measure how many of the right people have engaged with my content. From there, how many people have visited my website, how many people have given me their details. That's, that's okay. the process. Yeah. Well, that's pretty clear cut. I feel like in a lot of other kind of marketing disciplines, it's not that clear cut. Like Norm was saying with like outdoor advertising, you often have to kind of guesstimate how many people go past, how many people watch. With podcasts, you can say 90 people have listened to your podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on an opt-in basis. Like, an opt -in I, basis. I'm a firm believer 
there's a different relationship you forge with me when I opt to listen to you versus when you're shouting at me. <laughs> and that's how I feel about normal advertising. I think we all do. That's why we don't <laughs> trust that anymore. <laughs> um, Norm, you've touched on it quite briefly. So anyone with a, a smartphone can essentially start a podcast, can start kind of recording. Um, is it really that simple? It is. Can I just call myself a podcaster <laughs> if I record a couple of interviews? Look, you might, not have, any, fancy you name. might not have anyone listen, but um, you certainly can record it as simply as recording with the, with your phone. Uh, there are numerous platforms locally and um, internationally that where you host your plat- your host your okay. podcast. You set a channel, and you can install some of them. Offer it for free, um, and you can then just go and upload your your podcast. There, you don't have to have all the fancy things like having the channel art or a descriptor. Okay, but getting your piece of content onto the air is actually quite simple, and there are other ways of doing it. You could also just um, make a video of it or, or just put a picture a static picture add a bit of the sound thing and you upload it to youtube sure. if you wanted to if you wanted to get that content out it really is easy it's not it's not it's not impossible and it's not costly it's what happens with that content then afterwards and, and what also do you growing want to, that audience yeah, yeah. obviously so i'm a marketer tomorrow i start my podcast but what really is involved? Because I think we've learned that, yes, it's simple. Like you just said, you can record it with the phone, you can upload it. But there's a lot of research involved and there's editing and there's producing and all these lovely things that goes with it that I half the time don't understand. And luckily, I have a team that helps me and Cinti. Um, can you go in a little bit more into that too? If you want a really good podcast, what does it entail? Because first of all, uh, you've got to say, let's say we're ignoring your content. If your content's good, there's ways we can make the content a little bit better. We can have a nice little intro jingle. You want to start with a pop sound. You want to end with a kind of a pop sound with a, we call it a, an audio uh, pop or audio signature. Uh, you want to start developing that. You use those signatures on, on other pieces of item. Um, so you would have maybe not have picked up at the end of your last podcast. There's now a little like a little, like a little, little drum nice thing surprise. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so just those things that you know it's finished and those things, it's amazing. Just like a little snippet of sound sits in your head and, and you could use it. And so, so about adding those little things to the recording. So, okay. But after that, if the recording quality is pretty okay, um, then it'll be, um, that's not really what, that's not really where we worry about. And in terms of quality, there is, and initially, a lot of podcasts you listen to is the very first one is the quality is horrible, and because people are not getting used, and then they start yeah. saying okay, and then they start putting a bit more into the quality and recording quality, and, and you'll even see with this podcast itself how it has uh, progressed. It has evolved a lot. And um, yes. so, but people are, are fine with that, as long as they're understanding that you are also growing in the process and your sounds going to get better. Then people will generally excuse that. So let's say that the recording part in, of the content itself is fine. Uh, then what a lot of work has to come onto there is that you, once you've listed it on this uh, this channel that you've listed on, you need to have a bit of a content descriptor there explaining what your podcast series is about, what that episode yeah. is about. So people can be able to use so that and also use your keywords. A little yeah. bit of a hook for people. Yeah. Just remember that uh, Google, if you're using Google to search for podcasts and that is always going to use um, um, the, the keywords that you're using in there yeah. and uh, hashtags. And so just make it searchable. And so people can understand, and, and that's the whole thing about having those descriptions. People can understand about what you're saying, what can they can expect, and uh, that they can be able to find it. And then, uh, then little tricks about having channel artwork is is quite important. Um, a lot of in, on Apple Podcasts will choose and will highlight those who they like the the, the, the picture a bit better, and and so that also resonates with a certain audience as well. And sure. 
And then the big thing is that um, it, what do you do around the podcast? So in, in your guys' cases, if you, you've actually got a Facebook and a social media platform around it. We so do, that gives yes. people, because the conversation can't just stop at the podcast. It's got to carry on. You've got to give a chance for people to be able to comment on your podcast, to ask sure. additional questions, and for you to ask for their input in it. So there's that bit of part that comes on, forming the social media channels around it. And, yeah, I think that's... Um, so there is a lot more involved than just recording and putting, up, putting it up. If you want to take it to that next level, and if I yeah. mean, if you're just Amazing. trying to record a little episode of me making a few jokes for a few of my mates that can listen yeah. to you, then I'll just, I, mean, I'll just I can I can do that. We can later. do that. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter, do you see us getting to a point where podcasts become a choice platform for influencer marketing and starts to overtake other channels like your digital channels? and maybe traditional mediums? No, 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 I don't think so. I think it will always be, its positioning will always be in a niche field. Yeah. Um, some of them will have bigger following um, than others, but um, I still, time will tell, but I still think it is, it's, it's perfect to pull, to pull into the limelight niche audiences. Yeah. I think people will, if you ask me, I think people will start spending more and more time on podcasting versus normal radio yeah that i've got no doubt in my mind because the same patterns of of watching tv what i want to watch when i want to watch yeah i believe those same patterns will now be adopted in the audio world 100 yeah. percent, and that's exactly what i want to say like a lot of us stream all our content what we want to watch and it's going to become the same with with radio and listening to things yeah yeah, yeah. that's what we're hoping uh, Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Norm, thank you so yeah, much for joining us. Thank you so much, us. guys. Yeah, you. Learned a lot. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the I think the, the one thing that, that came out for me is that anybody can record and produce a, a, a podcast, but for you to be able to, to build critical mass and attract the audiences, you need to educate and be informative on a sustainable basis. That's where all the value is. 100%. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Thank Thanks, you so guys. much. And, uh, and We'll have our show notes are going to be exploding this it's time been, around, yeah, eh? We're going to have to make those notes and just link, 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 link. Exactly. We love you, everybody at home. Please can keep we, the conversation um, going. Done, just about where you can find more information about EcoCast Radio. If anybody wants to, to know, just yes, sure. Jeez, of course. Sure. So we'll include that in the notes as well. But please shoot please away. So just yeah. www.ecocast.radio. Yeah. And uh, we have a Facebook page, Twitter page, and uh, LinkedIn. Please follow, right. guys. Lots of value to be added. Thank you so much, everybody. Until next time, thank you. Adios. Thank you. Adios.